Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In this pop culture-saturated world, what's a nerd to do? Hang out with your good pals on Nerdy Show, that's what. Our flagship podcast is a weekly celebration of the multifaceted D20 that is the modern nerd. When we're not devising horrors that combine VR and spiders or taste-testing weird food, we're discussing the latest geek happenings, digging into our deepest nerd niches, or interviewing a celebrity or two. Head to nerdyshow.com or find us on iTunes and experience a multiverse of awesomeness. The following program is presented by The Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. That was a chicken joke. I know. Just, just so you know. I know. I prefer the thigh. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 157. I am your stupid, awesome analyst, John Star. And with me is our King Baby Duck Evan. Konnichi, while my basses and wenches. And Elite Four Derek. Konnichiwa, Evan's bastards and wenches. <laughs> and Security Guy Greg. Hola! <laughs> <laughs> so... We have a lot of anime that we've been watching. It's the the uh, new season is still going strong. I think I think it's going strong. Or there's there's still new stuff coming out at least. So we're gonna yes. talk about uh, about the stuff that you should and should not watch. Um, some some movies that have come out uh, and some movies. Yes. Uh, stuff like that. So uh, let's before we get to that. It's time to ring the news bell, which I misplaced. I misplaced today. Ding, ding. <laughs> news. News. Um, Whistlecoon called you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I, well, I should preface this with the, uh, I was looking for my microphone that we usually record Wicked Anime on. Uh, and last week we were using a different microphone. We were using the old one for like the old episodes. And then... Uh, Andrew had it, and when he went away, he's like, yeah, you can come over and get the microphone. And I thought I did, but that, now I can't find it. So I, I, I can't remember whether or not it's just sitting in my car or if it's still with Andrew. So This is a weird news segment. Yes, I know. This is, this is the first news segment. It's the update on the missing microphone. I put it on milk cartons and everything. Mystery <laughs> microphone watch. Dateline. Dun dun dun. Dun, 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 something like that. Yeah, and that's the way back. it was. <laughs> <laughs> For all of our old school Walter Cronkite fans. <laughs> that's the way the cookie crumbles. 
Sean Connery? <laughs> Thank you for getting that one. Yeah. No, never mind. <laughs> I prefer the new wave Cronkite fans. <laughs> <laughs> your what? Your yeah. Your Walter Cronkite sounded like Sean Connery. Well, he kind of you know he. Well, they're both old. Well, Cronkite was old. He's not with us anymore. Connery is still with us, but he's kind of like disappeared someplace. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's disappeared with the microphone. Oh, I miss him already. <laughs> I put up. Put him, back. <laughs> put him on the milk carton too. <laughs> When's League of Extraordinary Gentlemen two coming out? Uh, oh, no. Never. When <laughs> Alan Moore dies. <laughs> okay, what's our real first piece of news, Evan? <laughs> Okay, so our real piece of news. So there was some big sports that happened this past weekend as of this recording, or rather as of the posting of this. But it, And it turns out that our favorite team and the team that should be the most favorite out of all of our listeners, the New England Patriots. Yep, everyone's favorite. Apparently, yep, apparently they bond over anime. I don't see that. I don't, I, I uh, well, hmm. That's not true. I, I can see it with... when Listen, when Dietrich Wise Jr. and Adam Butler, who are on the defensive team, when they celebrate a good tackle, they do the Kamehameha wave. They do? They do. Yeah. It was in the article. Yeah. Huh. I found it fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, right. I don't know if I the d- whole team bonds over it, but at least a nice portion of, of the defensive squad does. Yeah. And I'm I very doubt excited. he watches it, but if anyone asks Brady, do you watch anime with your teammates... Yeah. What do you think his response would be? No. <laughs> it would just be a, a hard no. Uh, I'm really hoping... No, 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 no. Bill Belichick's answer would be better. It was like, I don't um, know. You know, we just... Um, yeah, you, we just bond as best as we can. And, um, you know, we, we do and, what um, we have to do in order to be a good team. Every now and then we uh, we throw the Pokemans up on the uh, TV. <laughs> also on to Seattle. Like, on to Seattle. Seattle, like on to next week. <laughs> like the Pikachus. We all got Pikachus. Yep. That's all I got to say. All right, but uh, go sports. Woo! Yes, so <laughs> the Patriots are big anime fans. So ergo, that means every single anime fan should have rooted for the New England Patriots. Hooray. And if they won, then they would have totally done so. So if you don't root for the Patriots and they lose, it's all your fault. <laughs> Jeez. I think that's what everybody wants, though. So I think most of the country wants the Rams to win, but it's pretty much New England and Louisiana want us to win <laughs> because of that awful blown call in the NFC yeah, Championship Yeah, did everybody game. see that? That oh, was that was horrendous. Oh, it was I ugly. I caught that. Uh, the receiver definitely didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could say that he was blindsided. Oof. Oh. Oh. Good movie. Good movie. Good. <laughs> Oh, the blind side. Yeah. The blind side. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about, Evan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the blind side. All right, got it. The Replacements. <laughs> I just wanted to name another football movie I liked. I just, what, I what was the parody? The Comebacks? Hey, Radio was a good football movie. Is that really a Man. football movie? Yeah, I mean, there's, play, there's yeah. football in yeah, the movie. Yeah, and so was Waterboy. Yeah. <laughs> Waterboy was a better football movie than Radio. No, he's Aquaman. Fight now. me. Oh wait! How about Longest Yard, Adam Sandler, or the original, the original one where Burt Reynolds was the uh, oh, actual player? That oh movie my God, sucks, I didn't know they dude. Have that. you seen 
the original Longest Yard before. Uh, like, oh man, it's an awful movie. No, I've only seen the Adam Sandler. Yeah, the Adam Sandler one does great things for the, the movie. <laughs> if you watch the Burt Reynolds movie, it's awful. It is a terribly written movie. It's not funny, and Burt Reynolds' character is just the most hated character ever. Like, you want him to go to jail. He's an awful human being in that movie. Rest so what you're saying is the only good thing to come out of the original Longest Yard was that picture of Burt Reynolds naked on the stuffed bear? Um, that's your opinion, but... Well, that led to the Deadpool parody version of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Burt Reynolds. Listen, the, the remake of The Longest Yard, you were funny in it, and it was a good film. <laughs> you know what else Burt Reynolds was funny in? Without a Paddle. I never saw that movie. Is that the one with uh, Seth Green? Yep, that's the one with Seth Green and uh, what's his name who plays Shaggy in the Scooby-Doo movies. Yo, yeah, um, I, I know who you're talking about. It's Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> the guy from <laughs> 13 Ghosts. <laughs> Tony Shalhoub? <laughs> Nobody could pull that off. <laughs> so I'm about to ask a really dumb question, but that name sounds familiar. And I think you've told me this before, but is that Monk? Monk? Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Monk can see ghosts. Yeah. Got it. Wait, Monk, wait I, think I, I think you're thinking of medium now. No, oh. no. No, 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 Ghost Whisperer. <laughs> ghost Whisperer or Ghost Whisperer, yeah. Tony Shalhoub solved cases, but he was a hardcore germaphobe or something like that. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> we, you should say, when are we going to talk about anime again? Yeah, what are we going right. to talk about anime, John Stark? Okay, let's... Yes. Like, come on, Sean Connery, uh, Tony Shalhoub, and Burt Reynolds. Obviously, this is all anime. Yeah. <laughs> they had to have been referenced somewhere in anime. All right, so <laughs> the creator of Konosuba has a manga, and it's going to be adapted into an anime series. Oh, so okay. this is a new. This is a series. A manga called Kimono Michi. Yeah. And the premise, it starts, it's going to start off like kind of like Konosubui, but... Is it an isekai? It, does, it is an isekai, yes. Huh. But hear, hear out the story of Kimono Michi. Okay, sure. The manga follows mass wrestler Genzo Shibata, who likes all kinds of animals and creatures. One day, he is summoned to another world, where a princess asks him to help kill magical beasts. But he gets mad at her and German suplexes her. Instead of killing the animals, he opens up a pet shop in another world. Huh. <laughs> Next. And, and then, wait, in the other world, do people just buy these pets and kill them because that's what they do in the other world? I don't know. They just buy pets and then kill them for the experience? <laughs> like, oh, thank you for helping me, you know, avoid the hunt for going out to kill these animals. I'll just buy this off of you. Kill it. My job's done for the month. <laughs> Unless, of course, that might be part of one episode. And when he finds out that they were going to kill him, he goes over and, you know, like puts like a uh, scorpion deathlock or a pile driver on him. Speaking of which, the promised Neverland is really great. <laughs> We'll get to that. Uh, all right. That's okay. The tangent worked perfectly fine. Actually, Christine just walked into the room and asked me to open up a bottle of teriyaki sauce. I thought she wanted you to drink it. <laughs> that legitimately just happened. All right. I love this show. <laughs> okay. 
So next up is a segment I like to call "Why the fuck is this getting a second season?" <laughs> I like that. Oh wait, let's let let's let's guess. What could it possibly be? This needs a music theme. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck is this getting another season? It was just so goddamn awful. Why the fuck is it getting another season? Nobody even watched it. Money. <laughs> I mean, I pretty much said that about Friends the entire time it was running. Whoa. <laughs> hey. Hey, now. That's a great show. I'm actually learning to love it. Christine and I are marathoning it right now, and yeah. I laughed a couple times. My, my sister literally, like, brainwashed me into loving it now. I've watched every episode at least three times. Yeah. It's mm, pretty bad. And even though I laugh at some of the lines they write, I still hate Phoebe so much. Just... Smelly cat! Smelly cat! It's not your fault! It's not a Never funny watched joke. a single episode, and I plan on keeping it that way. Speaking of smelly cats, what anime has smelly cats? Or, or, oh my god! Or what terrible anime might have smelly cats that shouldn't have another season? Or, yeah, second season. Yeah. Alright, so... I hope you're not trashing on my roommate as a cat. Because no. That <laughs> might be. I, I don't know. Let's find out. Alright, so it was announced that Dropkick on My Devil is getting a second season because it successfully sold 2,000 copies of the Blu-ray. Wait, we didn't talk about this on the last episode? No, uh, no. No. Okay. I don't think so. Alright. Interesting. We were ta- we've been taught we've been talking about how they've been wanting to do a second season of this piece of crap. No, I, I remember that, but the but it actually got greenlit into getting a second season because they sold enough DVDs to fund a second season. Yes. Huh. I wonder who bought the DVDs. Sounds like a last ditch effort to me. Oh, it totally was. Oh yeah. The show was terrible. Oh yeah, it was like like the <laughs> most unfunny anime that I've. Probably you've ever watched. I think we did talk about this, not last episode, but it wasn't it like two or three episodes ago? Because I remember... It was one of my picks for the worst anime of 2018 when we talked about the wikis. Yeah. Like, me and Andrew were talking about it, but of course, really clearly progressive. <laughs> won takes, that takes the Takes the cake on that one. <laughs> takes the shit cake, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at that way too hard. <laughs> But yeah, Dropkick on My Devil gets a second season while we're waiting for another season of Barakamon, No Game, No Life. Let me see what other shows I got over here that definitely deserve a second season. Uh, Gugur Echo Kare-san. We're still waiting on more The World God Only Knows. Uh, let's Dragon see. Dragon Ball Super, that was technically just one season. <laughs> just one long-ass season, yeah. yeah. Horse Girls. Yes, more yes. horse girls. Yes. <laughs> What's our we are getting on that? The, we are getting the spinoff of yeah. based off of the four panel comic series, but I do want an actual legit second season of that show. So the problem with funding Dropkick on My Devil season two with solely like solely because of DVD or Blu-ray sales, it, it goes to show you exactly how like good the show or how how good the show is going to be funded i i would say like if if i, I nobody's going to throw money at this because they they clearly e-bagged well yeah well, i mean technically buying dvds isn't that like throwing money at it yeah it is but if if the only funding that they're going to get are because of the dvd sales it's like great now we sold all the dvds let's take that money and put it into our animation could possibly mean that the animation for the second season is going to be a lot worse because they're going to be a lot less funders for it. Good, because it, because animation-wise, Dropkick and Devil was pretty good, so hopefully 
the shitty animation will will match up with the shitty writing it has. Ouch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Low blow. Is that man. like the only reason you would even want to see a second season is to hope they just bury themselves even more and hope more people realize? Oh yeah, I want to see it go full blown. My sister, my writer, just see how awful it gets. <laughs> yeah, but I actually enjoyed watching my sister, my le- my writer, though. If for its terribleness, like the dropkick on my devil was just unfunny and boring. Like, do you look away from a car fire or car accident? Yeah, exactly. That's what <laughs> yeah. that's what my sister, my writer was. Yeah. With that being said, they need to stop making shows like My Sister, My Writer. No. Unless it happens again, then probably end up watching. Because because <laughs> apparently because here's the thing about My Sister, My Writer. Apparently, it's a parody light novel series uh... that makes fun of Little Sister anime and little sister uh, light novel series but it did not like go through when it came to actually presenting it in the anime yeah no i i i feel like that that was just like no guys that's the joke like you know sort of thing (laughs) guys come on that's the joke (laughs) that's the joke waka waka get her done it's like every single episode of My Sister, My Writer just ended with a gear done. <laughs> and more than ways than one. There's your sign. <laughs> you see, I like Bill Engvall. I think Bill Engvall's comedy is better than Larry the Cable Guy's. I like Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> he was my favorite on the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. <laughs> Rod White is funny. <laughs> Let's not, okay. Exactly. I was just saying, just saying that being like, okay, so we're not talking about anime again. <laughs> yeah. All right. So there. So should we move on to the next story? Yeah. I just want to say real quick: was Burt Reynolds our off-topic safe word? Yeah. Like the, I think Burt Reynolds should be our off-topic safe. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Reynolds. I honestly thought it was pineapple. No lie. <laughs> We've never talked about pineapple on the show before. You know who's got a pineapple? Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, I know. I remember when many years ago there was a clip on YouTube of the Aquabats doing a song where they just repeatedly just said Burt Reynolds. You just said your own safe word as you went off topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> Alright, sorry. That was perfect. Okay, go on. Alright, so they're already writing a sequel to Detective Pikachu. What? Are you serious? Yes. It's not even released yet, is it? No. <laughs> There's no it's confirmation. It's not going to be released until May, but they've already got the writer. Uh, Orzen, you... Oren... Oren U- Uziel? Who uh, wrote 22 Jump Street. Huh. That wasn't as good as the first one. I disagree! Oh, Do you think a... they don't have the name leaked yet, so everyone's just going by codename Detective Pika Blue? <laughs> oh, God. Throwback you know, back... to the 90s kids who were wondering about this. I had 100 of pages of, like, Pokemon sheets printed up, and it told me how to get Pika Blue by capturing Missing No. <laughs> and no. Uh, that was not the case. <laughs> You also have to delete your Win32 file. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on top of the Detective Pikachu sequel, they're also working on a spinoff based on the Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue video games. A live-action film? Yeah. Can they do that? 
I don't know. Isn't that, isn't that Origins? Well, yeah. I would imagine if they did like a live action version of Pokemon Origins. Dude, Origins was good enough as it was. That's who would you as non traditional of a Pokemon movie as it was. That's probably my favorite. Who would you cast as Gary? That's the question that I want answered. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> Sup, Gramps? <laughs> Gary Busey. <laughs> oh, no. Please, no. No, that's going to be Professor Oak. <laughs> <laughs> I know everything about Pokemon. Now tell me, are you a boy or a girl? <laughs> it was like it was written for... Yeah! Are you a boy or a girl? Are you, are you one of those in-between people? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded really loud. Well, Gary Busey is loud. Yeah. Remember when they came of our zone reality show? Yeah, I'm with Busey? Yeah. I'm I'm with I never Busey. saw it. The only reality show I saw him in was in, like, a drug rehab reality show. Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> I don't know what it was called, but... Hey, you know who was also in that? Burt Reynolds! <laughs> I think we found the name of the episode. <laughs> Safe word is Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Okay. So, this might... I think this might only excite John. Okay. But they finally announced that the live-action Terraformers movie is coming to America on April 2nd. Yeah, that that excites me. Uh, I although I never saw it, <laughs> um, so I don't I don't know what to expect from it. So okay, directed by Takashi Miike. Yeah, all right, good start. And written by Kazuki Nakashima, who wrote Kill a Kill and Gurren Lagann. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that sounds like it could be fun. Yeah, I've heard good things. I've heard it's one of the better. You, you see. I think Takashi McKay knows how to do like live action anime out of everyone because he did it really well with Yatterman and he did it especially well with the Phoenix Wright one. I've heard good things about Phoenix Wright. Mm. My favorite Takashi Miike movie though has got to be Dead or Alive though. <laughs> if you ever want to see like an anime live action film, it's that one. <laughs> that movie is so off the wall. It's bonkers. Not to be mistaken for the uh, American Dead or Alive. Not film. and not Uwe Boll's Dead or Alive. No, <laughs> I don't think he directed that one. I think that was someone else. Really? Unless he did it under an alias. Yeah. Oh, it looks like an Uwe Boll movie. That's for sure. Feels like one too. It was the early two thousands. Most video game adaptation to movies where it looked like Uwe Boll movies. Yeah. Remember all the Resident Evil ones? Yeah. And second thought, don't remember any of the Resident Evil ones. Yeah. They smelled like Uwe Boll too. <laughs> coming up next it's paul ws anderson's monster hunter which has nothing to do with the video games whatsoever i thought that i was uh seeing a trailer for that on tv but what did it turn out to be oh yeah godzilla uh yeah godzilla king of the monsters looks really good that does look really good but the first time that i saw it i was like wait a minute are we getting a trailer for the monster because it was during that's what i thought too it was during the uh afc championship game so, I, I thought they were, like, finally unveiling it, but thank God they're staying away from it for now still. I thought that was during the Divisional game, was the trailer. Yeah, the AFC Championship, right? No, because mm-hmm. we... Are you talking about... It was Divisional, then Conference. Right. 
don't uh, know. Uh, never mind. See, this know. is why I can't do Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Don't worry about me. No, no, Craig, you were right. Divisional round comes before the conference round. And John was, John Starr was talking about the conference round with the AFC championship. Oh, I th- I'm thinking the divisional round is the conference round, and then it's the championship. Oh, okay. Because there's wild card divisional championship. Yeah, you know who likes sports? Burt Reynolds. <laughs> you know who's in that football movie? <laughs> Burt Reynolds. <laughs> anyway. I think All we're, right. We're running this joke too thin now. We, I think we, it's I, fantastic. I do too. I think we, I, I don't know. I'm just wondering if we overplay Burt Reynolds. Just saying. You just give him a new angle and bam. More Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace. So... In other news, two new Studio Ghibli productions by Hayao Miyazaki and his son Goro are currently underway. Oh, that's good. I loved Tale of Earth Sea. <laughs> well, Hayao Miyazaki didn't touch that one. I know. I, I From re- Up on Poppy Hill, which Miyazaki, which Hayao wrote and Goro directed, that one is actually pretty good. Yeah. So maybe if they go that route, it will be okay. Yeah. Right. But like, Miyazaki just turned 78. His next movie is not going to come out until 2020. Like, when is Goro's going to come out? Like, Listen, okay, so Goro this... has the time to wait. <laughs> it, Miyazaki does not. Because he's going to retire again, and then he's going to say, well, I was expecting to die. <coughs> I did it. No, no, the, the thing is, he's going to die, but then during the funeral, he's going to pop out of his coffin and be like, you know what? I tried this. I can't do it. I've got to go back to making movies. Yeah, I got I to gotta work. I got a new idea. This this one is going to be my my pet project, and it's going to be good this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know I talked about City Hunter, which is getting a uh, re- a new movie in Japan next month, but apparently in France there's actually going to be a live action City Hunter movie that uh-huh. they're doing. Wait, it's opening I think in April. You said France, France. Look, that's cool. France, I think, can do it right. I watched a couple of the trailers, didn't understand a single word they were saying because it wasn't <laughs> subtitled, but it looked funny. That looks. That sounds great. I would love to see a City Hunter movie that takes place in France. As would I. I think. It, I think. It, I think it has the potential <laughs> of being pretty good. Yeah, I, I'd be interested. Excuse me. I'd yeah, because you know the French, no good storytelling. I mean, look at what they've done with Wakfu and Dolphus and Last Man. Not to mention a plethora of French movies that have come out of there. I mean, you saw The Artist, right? That was like one of the best movies ever. I, You know what? I, I meant to see it that year. I've never seen The Artist before. Uh, With The Disaster uh, Artist? Or no, no. It, the oh, ar- no. the Artist. It, it, it won Best Picture of the year that it was in the Oscars, right? Yeah, and it deserved it, actually. Yeah, and and yeah, it, it I, I recall it totally doing that but yeah i never saw it It was a silent film it was a black and white silent film that came out in like 2015 12 12 oh okay yeah 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 yeah. i will always be an amelie fan myself yeah (laughs) all right so we got and i know we talked about kill a kill and girl again just a moment ago and chatting about terraformers but the creators of kill a kill and girl again and studio trigger have a movie coming out this may called promare and they finally revealed the first trailer for it. Oh. I haven't seen this. Promare. Promare. It actually looks wicked badass. I mean, the main guy with the blue hair looks exactly like Kamina. Like, but... Yeah. I watched the trailer for it. It looks super good. All I've seen are posters for it. So... Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, 
I mean, yeah, I'll 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 support Studio Trigger for anything that they do. That's fine with me. So, what is what? So what is the, the trailer like? Is it just like an action thing? Yeah, it's a, it show it actually shows some clips from the movie. Okay, cool. And it's it's Trigger badassery that you know Trigger can pull off. Right. Great. I'm in. I'm okay, in. and I feel like this last news story, um. Might train might uh, be a good segue into what we're watching, unless of course uh, Derek wants to talk a little bit about something revolving into the West. Um, well, first uh, of all, is is this thing that you're transitioning into uh, the Oscars? No, but it is have to do with the box office. Okay. So apparently, Dragon Ball Super Broly kicked loads of ass at the American box office. Yeah. Uh, I heard things about it. <laughs> so far, I think it's the number three most grossing anime movie behind Pokemon the movie 1999 and 2000. Or 2000-2001. Yep. Yep. Yes, the uh, first two Pokemon movies. Yeah. That's but amazing. they're catching up. <laughs> wow, WB is just rocking it with the Yu-Gi-Oh! movie and then Pokemon movies in top anime box office hits. I would hope that Broly surpasses Pokemon, but I don't think it's going. No, to. it's it's got no. ha- double. It's got double to go. It's got double to go, but it's almost at twenty nine million dollars. That's a that good they, that number. They, that is a good number for a Dragon Ball movie. But you know what? They didn't give out a Mystic Mew Pokemon card when he went to go see Broly. So uh, that's the difference. Yep. I still have that card. I do too. I think I do too, actually. <laughs> I actually have it in my. I have it in my little thing. I have not there, but I have it in my. Um, no, no, I'm just thinking. The time is actually really. I mean, better, if I'm you go looking for it right now, if you went to go see Broly, what would they even bribe you with, like, to go see it? A Dragon Ball. Right. Well, those are like the good ones are expensive. It'll okay, how about a Dragon Ball stress ball? Uh, I mean, a, a plastic one with nine stars on it. But the Pokemon movie, you got this awesome, like, rare Mew card, and it's like now the Broly you get a stress ball. That's like consolation <laughs> well, prize. And, and remember, Evan, we got that uh, we got that print for the Madoka Magica movie. That, oh, that's like, right. That the autograph print. Yeah, yeah, I still have mine, and I got I I have Madoka, which was the rarest one. So. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, Broly, you just get to upsize your popcorn because Broly is maximum. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's free that's voucher good. for next time you visit that theater. You get a voucher dot. Get, get a size larger. Can I get a Broly sized? Yeah. We don't have an XL. We have a Broly. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Silence is golden. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just making sure I'm just looking at all the news and stuff. Golden like Frieza. <laughs> That's a knee slapper. So I'm looking at this page for Dragon Ball Super Broly and it was very PG. Yeah, I thought it was at least PG-13. Yeah, and I thought it was PG-13 as well. There is no... Is, there, is that like the Japanese rating? No. Japan, Japanese rating would be G. Yeah. What? That's G? Oh, you should see the... Dude, you should see some of the kids' cartoons that they get away... Dude, dude, most of the anime we watch is geared towards kids. Yeah. And it's like geared towards adults here in America. Did you ever see Elf and Lead? Well, you've seen our hardcore anime panel, right? Oh, of course. Elf and Lead is R15. So 15 years old restriction. Why would you... Okay, I, I know it's two different cultures, but in my head I'm like, no, no, no. No, no, no. Because, well, f- first off, because fi- uh, 15 is the age of consent in Japan. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then it makes sense. Yeah. So we can't see R-rated movies until we're 18 here, but in Japan it's 17. Like, okay. So seven, right. That's the movie theater. No, guy. no. You now, have to now be just being 18. You have to be 17. What is it? Because you have to be 18 for R-rating, which is weird because NC-17... You have to be 17 to watch those. No, so with... Take on, it from the guy who worked in the movie theater for 10 years. So, no, oh my god, no. Three years. <laughs> no, uh, our rating is 17, and you can only purchase a ticket for yourself, but you have to have an ID proving you're at least 17 years old. When you turn 21 and have an ID, and you're trying to bring multiple people, then you can buy multiple tickets for people. But Gotcha. Yeah, and NC-17 is... You absolutely have to be 17 years or older with proof of ID. Otherwise, it's a no-go. You keep the kids at home and have them watch, I don't know, like Caillou or something. I've never seen an NC-17 movie before. I've, I've never seen one in theaters. I always wanted to see one. Are they any I've good? Seen, like, Wait, do you know who never gets ID'd, though, when he goes to theaters? <laughs> Evan? Burt Reynolds. <laughs> I don't know why I screamed Evan. <laughs> Because of his beard. He's got a mighty beard. That's true. <laughs> so that's it for news on my end. But I know Derek, he wants to talk a little bit something that's about on the Into the West side. Because it's related a bit to Neo Yokio. Yeah, actually, just a little bit of like a victory lap. Because I know I've expressed my frustration that uh, Ezra Koenig was not doing anything with his music and kept doing Neo Yokio. Well, guess what's finally the opposite, and we're finally getting more songs for Vampire Weekend, so oh I'm just happy about that. <laughs> I'm excited, too. I, New album, Father of the Bride, comes out in April. I don't know so, when a Vampire so, Weekend, so... Uh, uh, looks uh, like anime creator also has side job doing music. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> That's how this is relevant. Yeah. So we got new Vampire Weekend, new Tool album finally announced in April, new Rammstein album in April. It's going to be a good month for music. Tool? Tool, they just announced Tool's album's coming out in April. (laughs) That old fat guy, I thought he was dead. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let him hear that. (laughs) 
Do it. <laughs> wasn't wasn't the frontman? Isn't the frontman from Tool like a big like army marine guy? Like he used to be. Yeah. Like, it, ar- it sounds like he played football. The music that he plays sounds like he played football in high school. That's for sure. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a Tool fan. I teach their own, but not for me. <laughs> Does that mean that you think he's a Tool? <laughs> 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 I love my bad puns. <laughs> uh, so I thought for Into the West, uh, it might also be appropriate to talk about the Oscars as well. Yes, because Mariah got nominated for an Oscar. Mumro Hosea can now say he's an Oscar-nominated director. Yeah, which is great. Um, I, 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 it's not going to win. I, I, let's just, no, let's just it's get, not. Get right Spider-Man's going to win. Uh, so I hope Spider-Man wins, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Wreck-It Ralph. I, no, the only thing because it's... The most because it's, film. Up, it's undeserving film, but it's up against The Incredibles 2 as well. Uh, and I think those two movies are going to cancel each other out. You might be right. That's a good point. Um, cause, but, y- you know, we've talked about this a million times. Like, every Oscar season we talk about this. The, the way that it goes is not a single person on the committee ever watches an animated film. They just say, I'm voting for this one because my kids thought it was funny. Like, that's, that's legitimately the people... Normally who, that is the case, but considering that Spider-Man actually won the Golden Globe and beat the other animated films for it. Well, that's a good sign. I didn't know that. That is a good sign. I didn't know that. Well, I also want to take into consideration that Spider-Man is obviously universally popular. Yeah, that's so true. So yes. I think the people on the committee will actually go see this movie because it has Spider-Man in the title. So I think it has a chance. No. You'd be surprised at how uninterested the, the committee for the Oscar nominations is in, yeah, in animated like films. Of, yeah. I don't want to go see the Spider-Man movie it's, that has no art. Wait, when did they become Russian and make motorboat noises? <laughs> that's not the motorboat. That's, that's their harumph. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, ruff, 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 ruff. I don't like to go and see the cartoons. There's no art in cartoons. That's uh, their attitude. Uh, oh, alright. <laughs> Which is I'm... weird because it's basically jarrings, with jarrings are art. So they're kind of morons. But... It's the... I'm kind of hope, hoping that, you know, Spider-Man does win. It would be nice if Mirai took the award, but I know Spider-Man was the better film. The nomination itself is just fine. I mean, last year we wanted the... Uh, what, what was this film that came out? Or not... Was it last year? It was, there was a film that we... Oh, yeah, Silent Voice. It got, Silent Voice, and then fucking Boss Baby got nominated. Yeah. Oh, God. In its place. I thought Boss Baby was, like, funny, but, like, award-winning. It was, oh, my God. I watched that movie on a flight to L.A., and I didn't laugh once. Was Burt Rounds in it? No, Alec Baldwin. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I took that as a serious question. Well played, John Starr. Moving on. Darn it, John Starr. (laughs) Although, speaking of A Silent Voice, they finally announced that it is coming out in Blu-ray this year. Yeah, that's great. I want to see it again. I haven't seen it since we saw it. I've already got it pre-ordered. There's no official release date, but I've already got it pre-ordered. Fantastic. I got to get on that. Yeah. All right. So, uh, do we want to transition over into what we're watching then? Which is, yes. ipso facto, going to also be our, once again, our Tapagachi for today. 
talking about the new season uh, and all the new shows that came out. Uh, I'm sure that people have been lying in wait to hear about my opinions on uh, Domestic Girlfriend. Let's hear them. <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time I was so uncomfortable watching something. <laughs> Like you uh, and and here's the thing uh, uh, to follow up that statement you gotta see it like what? it's I, I you see I enjoy it oh man like I, I I it's one of those shows where it's like I unironically think it's decent I I, I I like the biggest shiver ran up my spine for the very last second of of that first episode it was just so uncomfortable and just the dynamics that are running through here and i think i know what's happening in it like based off of the because i've only been able to see the first episode i've been so busy that i haven't even caught up on the shows i like like i saw the first three episodes of boogie pop phantom which that is still great um Mm -hmm. but there's five episodes out now and i haven't had a chance to catch up but domestic girlfriend the way that that ended uh the first episode i i have a feeling that i know what's going on um, there are some things that are obvious that's what's going on, but I think there's some hidden things that are going to happen that I'm not going to say, uh, just in case I'm right and I, I don't want to spoil it, but. Okay. And I also haven't watched enough into it in order to understand it, but man, now I, I'm, I'm thinking, like, man, now I want to go back to it and find out what happens already. Can you give us a hint? Oh, man. Uh, so, for those who don't know what Domestic Girlfriend is about. I uh, mean, I know I talked about it last time, you but did. go ahead. You did. Um, this dude, if the show starts out with this dude who just had sex with this girl, uh, and it like first, right off the, the bat, the show is, is like something that I would throw away, like <laughs> right away, just because it was just like, that's, it's just gross. It's dirty. It's like a thing. It begins that... how most anime ends basically. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so. All right, wait, hold on. Some of us lazy folk might be interested in that. Go on. And so <laughs> the, so they, they. It, it turns out that he, the guy did it just because the girl, like, asked him to. It was just like, hey, you want, like, let's sleep together. I've, I've, I'm not experienced it. Let's just do it. And she's like that girl who, who's just, like, that stoic anime type that is just, like, uninteresting and, like, scary in, in sorts of ways. And so the guy's like, all right, whatever. Like, I'm bored. Yeah, sure. Why not? And yeah, I, yeah, I do. Fuck. But the, but like the guy is in love with his, his teacher at school and he feels like he's utterly betrayed her, like, because he's in love, he's in love with her and he's gone off and just randomly slept with this girl. He feels terrible about it. Um, and then it turns out like, or not, it turns out, but like he goes home that, that day and his, his dad's like, Hey, by the way, I met this woman and we're going to get married. Is that cool? And so when they, so then the dad and the dad and the new stepmom finally meet the boy for the first time. And it's like, by the way, these are my two daughters. Turns out the two daughters are girl that he slept with that one night. And then his teacher are now his stepsisters. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm liking the reaction Jarek's having right now. <laughs> oh, God. Why? Of fucking course you're going to be stepped on. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. my God. John, Greg, <laughs> I'm, you, I am so sorry you're not here right now, but Derek's reaction was just perfect to that. Did you snap a picture or what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so, 
you know what? Screw it. And then the first episode, so like they're they're going all hush hush about it. Like the the girl who he slept with is like, if you tell ever tell anybody that this happened, I'll kill you, sort of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the the teacher girl has no modesty whatsoever like just kind of like this happy go lucky has no boundaries sort of thing and like the first episode ends with like she just got out of the bath she's in like these really skimpy pajamas she falls asleep on the couch and the and so she she's sleeping drunk. on the she couch kind of, she, she passes out drunk that's what happens. oh she's drunk yeah there you go and so the guy is like well this is my moment i'm gonna seize it and he tries to kiss her while she's passed out drunk asleep and the girl, the other sister, the younger sister who he actually slept with, catches him doing this. And that's how the first episode ends. <laughs> so, I will say this, John. Yeah. Keep watching. Oh, go, I go, plan Watch on. episode two and three. Writing gets better, but it still might make you feel uncomfortable in places. Oh, I'm sure it will, but that's the what magic places? of this show. That's the magic of Domestic Girlfriend, All- is that it keeps you uncomfortable the entire time. All I could do when I heard this description was shake Add my, it to your take cue. off my glasses slowly, put them on the table, and shake my head. Yeah. This Why? This just looks like incest with extra steps. <laughs> wait, is... Wait, you know, oh, but yeah, it could be worse. Uh, have incest I is have... incest? Is that, is that the term? I'd incest never say it, but yes, people do say that, oh, unfortunately. With extra steps, because they're stepsisters. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, could be worse. John, have you ever heard or seen of a show called Kiss Sis? Yeah, everybody's heard of that if they know what anime is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the epitome of, oh my god, what the hell were you thinking kind of anime. Well, wait, was that one wasn't hentai, was it? I thought it was... Almost, dude, there's a scene where the two sisters are masturbating with a teddy bear. Uh, and it's got on TV. Was Burt Reynolds in it? Was Burt Reynolds in it? <laughs> Hey, at least this one was anime. Yeah, we're still talking about anime. We, we can still... What's next? <laughs> uh, Did they yeah. blur out the teddy bear while the teddy bear was doing no, it? No, no, no. Going on. <laughs> Is there an inner monologue for the teddy bear? <laughs> I should be so happy that they're doing this, but all I feel is shame. <laughs> <laughs> You used to be the same size as me <laughs> all those years ago. <laughs> you have grown in ways that I wish I didn't know. Bad cuddle, bad cuddle, bad cuddle. <laughs> Greg, you make the decision on whether or not you want to cut this part out. <laughs> no, no, keep it in. Oh God, not the <laughs> <laughs> Composer okay. and so let us move on to something a little bit more classical because there is all right more classical because on Amazon Prime they're airing the new remake of Dororo which is based off of the classic manga by Osamu Tezuka. Oh man. That's awesome. It's fucking good. Oh, dude. Oh, my. <laughs> so, so first off, people should know that it's not in Tezuka's, like, original drawing style. Oh, yeah, yeah. I but expect it to. N- keep in mind that, like, because I have the original manga. I've been reading the original manga. 
it's weird watching something so violent happen and have it be so cartoony because it's kind of hard seeing it as, it, it, you know, in Tezuka's classic style where you have like these Astro Boy kind of characters just being like hacked and slashed and everything like that. So it's more, com so it looks more comedic, but when you watch this new version with like the more, with more like newer looking animation, it's badass, it's hardcore, it's violent. And R so for, for our listeners, the story is about this boy who was cursed by his father because the father wanted to become like the ruler of this village and he asked like, like a bunch of demons to take something of his. So the demons all took away like, like this, this guy's, um, so when the baby, so when his first child was born, and I apologize if it feels like I'm like rambling because I don't have notes with me. I'm trying to do this off the top of my head. So when his first son was born, the demons came. They took away all of his limbs, his eyes, his, his ability to speak, and his skin. And this, and this faceless, oh, yeah. nameless samurai is now going off and trying to find the demons who took away all of his limbs and skin and all that. And adhering too, adhering as well, trying to kill him so he could regain everything back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and he's, um, and he's I being remember assisted seeing a by a little, for this. Yes, and he's being assisted by a little boy whose name is Dororo, which is why it's, the show's called that. Initially, when I started reading it, I thought that the name, you know, the samurai was called Dororo, but no, it's the little boy. Yeah. The little boy's really funny in the show. Great. He's kind of like the... He is kind of like the uh, comic relief, but at the same time, he knows when to be serious. Huh. Yeah. And it's by Studio Mappa, the guys who did Yuri on Ice, Zombieland Saga, and Ushio and Tora. So this oh. more gears towards the Ushio and Toro aspect of Mappa. Which is great. Do, yes. Oh my gosh. That series. They do a fantastic job with this anime thus far. I've watched the first three episodes as of this recording. Where And where can and you find thank it? Thank you to uh, Rumi Raff for letting me use his Amazon Prime account to watch it. Okay, Amazon Prime? Yeah, okay. I got, yes. I got that, so Dora. Yeah. On it. Yeah, watch it. Oh my god. Dude, let me just say there may be something from the hardcore anime panel worthy <laughs> for this. Very nice. It is so good. Um, Another show that I don't know how, if everyone watched it. I know Derek watched it. I don't know if... Uh, I don't know if Greg watched it, but a show that came out to my radar like soon after we recorded the first um, first episode of 2019 was a show called Endro, and this is from the creator of Yerur Yeri. We we didn't talk about this. No, we did not talk about this. Huh? It was like at, like a day after we recorded it, I watched like the first episode. And I'm like, you guys gotta watch this show. It's really funny. Yeah, I did. I watched it too. I liked it. I, I watched the first episode. It was. I mean, it definitely started out kind of confusing, and I won't give away what the confusion is, but... I thought it was clever. I thought it was yeah. funny. I thought it was funny, I, too. I was, like, checking out my website, making sure, like, everything was running right when that was happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I... Also, just oh, almost too cutesy for me. I'm sorry. Too kawaii. Well, that well, that's the uh, style that uh, Yiri Yiri is because they because the creator also did uh, last last season, which is it's cute but it's kind of badass. Um, released the spice, and it's from and that show was from from the creators of Yiri Yiri and Akami Got Kill. And <laughs> let me tell you, the the people who uh, did that show 
like they were obvious fans of like the Raid Redemption because there are a couple of scenes that reminded me of that movie. Huh. Only with cuter girls. Yeah. Just kicking loads of ass. But Enjo, I I I don't know what it is about the show, but it's I love it. It's so far probably my favorite of the season. Third episode is was kind of weaker than the first two episodes, but it still was really funny. Yeah. And I do I will say my favorite running joke of the show is when Mao tries to do the evil laugh. Because what I love about it is like she kinda does the cutesy yeah! But then all of a sudden it just turns into this old man just th- three packs a day cough like Like she can't help but start the cackle but immediately realizes that she shouldn't be doing that. So covers it the same shitty way she does every single time. <laughs> but everyone's reaction is like that's so cute. <laughs> Yeah, so it was uh, tuberculosis. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was funny. It has a good premise. I don't know if I could keep watching it though. Like, I will like, say I, the I kind of agree episode... with Derek. I, I feel like I got cavities from the sugary sweetness of it. Yeah. Look, look. If you got through uh, how to keep a mummy, I think you'll be okay with this. One. That one was a little different for me though. I don't know because it was like cute creatures in that one. This one is cute anime girls, and there's a different flavor to anime girls as opposed to creatures. Well, think about how you went through laid-back camp. Uh, if we're going to go with that, then I've got my cutesy series that I've been watching. Oh, yeah? And it's been My Roommate is a Cat. Yeah. <laughs> and, okay, so just premise-wise, I was like, okay, I'm a little intrigued, because I grew up with cats myself. But then, once you... so I'm not sure, did you guys talk about this two weeks ago? Yeah, we talked about it. So, I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, we didn't get your opinion of it. So, I love the premise where they actually just tell the whole story, then they kind of rewind, and then do it all from the cat's perspective. Because now I'm on the third episode, and towards the end... Not the end, I was going to say. Towards the halfway point, I was sitting there going like, oh my god, what the hell is the cat thinking? I need to know what the hell is going on with the cat right now. And I'm just so much more invested on the cat's progression through this. Than oh, I for sure. Human. Yeah, so I was actually just about to ask you, what did you think when watching the first episode? Did you think that you were like, alright, this isn't for me, because like this guy's boring. But then, suddenly the cat part comes on, and you're like, wait a minute, there's something to this show. Uh, well, you know, just looking at the name of the series, I knew there was going to be a cat involved, and it was probably going to live with this guy. Yeah. So, I I knew the cat was coming, so I was a little excited for that already. (laughs) But, I kind of like the lower pace, like, even like school babysitters kind of feel something like that, where it's like, the whole guardian versus the one you can't truly communicate or understand with fully. So that part was kind of cool, but... yeah. I think, so, I I actually think, going back to what you just said, there's kind of, like, like comparing this to school babysitters, this also is in regards to what Evan was saying between Andro and Mummy. The difference is the innocence of the show. So, for, like, Mummy and My Roommate's a Cat and stuff like that, there's this cute innocence to it that is the different cute flavor as opposed to Endro, which is like that sugary sweetness kind of cute. But there's still, a, but I feel like there is kind of a innocence with 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 Endro too, uh, with the characters. The characters are way more intense 
I will say I will say give the second episode a watch because you do find out legit what actually happened during uh, the opening segment of episode one. Yeah. Okay. You find because it turns out that's not what really happened. Uh oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. All right. That well, that's intriguing. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, and then the last new show that I watched it actually is the second season of Kimono Friends. Okay. So, as people know, it's not the same guys who did the first season. A lot of people are upset about that. So I've been watching the second season because, because my niece actually likes this likes Kimono Friends. She's like one years old. That's funny. Which I know you can make a joke about, oh, that's the perfect demographic for Kimono Friends. <laughs> I well, will say... It's not really oh, a joke. <laughs> that it is. I will say that the animation is a lot better. The CGI, they do a much better job. But I don't think the heart of Kimono Friends Season 2 is as strong as Season 1. It yeah. could change as the series progresses, but you could tell that... You could kind of sort of tell... That they did this because, oh, the first one got popular, so now we're going to do a second one. It just leaves a bittersweet taste in your mouth that we'll never have Grape Coon ever again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aww. I missed that penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that bitter taste is probably the extra cholesterol, which is why the heart really isn't there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof. Yeah. So that was all for me, but Derek did watch one other show that we were going gaga over in the previous episode. Oh, Promise Neverland. That took a turn. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm one episode in there, and I literally wrapped that up with about five minutes left before we started the podcast. Yeah. So I'm still like, okay, I need to go. Second we finish this, I'm doing episode two. But... <laughs> And this is where Andrew comes in. His his message all the way from Washington State was, "See, this is what I've been telling you the entire time." <laughs> yep. Now he did also want me to say because I haven't seen the latest episodes, but he did say that the direction of the anime they skipped out some really important like cat chunks where there's like these cat and mouse uh, moments in in the show uh, that we never that that never come up in the anime that happened in the manga and he mm-hmm. was kind of disappointed by that but um he is still thoroughly enjoying it yeah i will say like the portrayal of mama on this show is just like skin crawlingly good yo yeah she's a great character she's a great character but like I can't remember the last time I watched, like, an anime where there was an antagonist like this. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I feel like episode two is going to introduce her more to me, so be nice. <laughs> I will be. <laughs> as weird as it sounds, she's kind of like a villain in a Darren Aronofsky movie. <laughs> she's like, oh, she seems sweet at first, but then, Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't seen uh, *Promise Neverland* yet, you gotta. You totally gotta. You can watch it everywhere. Yeah. it's literally telling you to watch it. Look, Hulu's telling you *High Dive*, *Crunchyroll*, *Funimation*, v- *Verve* is telling you, Amazon Prime is telling you, everyone's telling you to watch this show. Burt Reynolds told me to to watch it, and I was like, yep. I know, I've been reading the manga; it's great. And he's like, isn't it? The video on the pumps at the gas station tells you to watch it. (laughs) Actually, yeah, I will tell you to watch it since I work at a gas station. (laughs) (laughs) 
Didn't expect I, that I, one, I, did you? I'm hoping that how we're reacting to Promise Neverland is how you guys are going to be reacting to Dr. Stone this summer. Yeah. Because Dr. Stone is freaking amazing as a manga, and I'm really hoping that the anime adaptation does it justice. Sounds good. I need to see a degree before I call him doctor. (laughs) (laughs) So I think the final thing we should talk about, because I know I did my review about it written-wise, but I know you haven't talked about it, and I know Greg has been wanting to talk about it. Let's talk Broly. Yeah, we saw a movie. Oh, I, I actually thought we went past that already, but I guess we just talked about the gross. Yeah, we just numbers. talked yeah. about it. Yeah, so let's talk about Broly. Let's talk about it. I'm going to sit back a little bit. This is fine. So, Greg, how'd you like seeing uh, them revamp the entire um, origin story of the Saiyans? Okay, I hate, I hate to say this, so I never saw the first one, like the original, but um, I went into this the with an open Broly. mind. And because all I've heard is, oh, this is awesome, legendary Super Saiyan. I'm like, yes, 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 let's go see it. So I go in and I'm blown away. I thought the animation was incredible. Very well done. I love the fighting scenes. Probably some of the best I've ever seen with Dragon Ball. But I thought the plot sucked. I just wasn't hooked in. You see, you didn't watch the original Broly movies. Because if you did, you would have been like, this plot was so much better. I know. Honestly, like, they just this... made the strongest Saiyan ever a screaming child who just throws a temper tantrum. No, no that's no, the original that's trilogy. The original. Oh my god. You... To me, okay, well, to he... me, he still looked like he was throwing a temper tantrum. Oh my no, god. No, no, dude. In the original movie, he degrades to the point where the only word he can literally utter is Kakarot at the top of his lungs while he just destroys shit. Okay, well, and you I know mean, it's why? Not, he doesn't say much in this either, though. <laughs> but he's, there's more of a backstory for him. Okay, so I actually love how they explained Broly's power. Because did you remember them talking about this? How his yes. power actually comes to be. So, Greg, you know the um, the great ape form, Uzaru yes. form. So that is like a power multiplier too. Not only do you get like that huge, you know, power buff, but okay, this is right. Right. I know that. So apparently Broly's unique in that he can access that power without actually transforming. And that's how they're explaining the legendary super Saiyan transformation. That's the way they're making it canon. I did notice that, but the interesting fact is, has anyone watched GT? Uh, I have not, no. I have only saw a few episodes before I was like, Eah. That's not canon anymore, because, though, right? It never right, was. Right, but oh. the GT was never canon, unfortunately. <laughs> well, unfortunately for many points. But um, So the whole thing with channeling the great ape power into a human form and having an immense power-up is literally Super Saiyan 4 from GT. Hmm. So it was almost like they have a little hidden like reference of like, oh, we're gonna make Super Saiyan Four a thing. We're just not gonna tell you that it's Super Saiyan Four, but yeah, we kind of admit that that's a power up that we kind of liked. Okay. So there's a theory out there that Broly is the Super Saiyan Four, or as close as you're gonna see to it. But I thought Super Saiyan Four was under like uh, Super Saiyan 
god. You know what I mean? So is that actually now stronger than like Goku? Uh, Super so Saiyan the Gospel? series Dragon Ball Heroes actually has started to uh, address that, where they had Super Saiyan God Goku versus Super Saiyan Four Zeno Goku, which this is all non-canon, <laughs> so non-canon. There's like two different timelines of Gokus, but one's you know god blue and the other one is super saiyan 4 and apparently they're like pretty much even so that's there's so much super saiyan tears my head's exploding yeah masturbatory (laughs) content for like the ultimate fans there (laughs) oh my god oh the super saiyans (laughs) so maybe at this point i will go back and watch the original movie although as of right now i'm not changing my mind i still thought the plot kind of stunk but that's just me they, they and I literally wish... actually crammed three different movies into one, where the origin of Bardock movie was yeah. the entire first part of the movie. Oh, mm-hmm. I did and like that. You because did? I, I did like that they put Bardock in because I've always like wondered. You know, I don't. I, they never really put him in before, right? Yeah, he's only been in non-canon movies, right? So mm-hmm. this was actually a really great way, and they changed little bits and details, including that they actually gave his mother. Uh, voice and a personality mm-hmm. oh i was excited what? about that when she was in there too and they gave her raditz hair which was kind of cool <laughs> oh my god little teen raditz <laughs> that was weird it was kind of weird but it was still cool at the same time although does this mean that because of this film it it gets rid of the story of oh heal the violent savior <laughs> Yes. Oh my god. (laughs) I was gonna say I don't think so. Back in time and Lord Chill. Yeah, that movie is awful. (laughs) The abridged version is the best though. Yeah, that's the only thing that saves it is the fact that Dragon Ball Bridge was able to. My name is Dre, and this is Tupac. Say hi, Tupac. Hi ho. (laughs) (laughs) Why does everyone have the same voice? Well, son, because none of this is real. What do you... Go back to sleep, go on. (laughs) But I I love the Broly movie. I mean, especially from the more comedic aspects of Frieza. Frieza was a riot in this movie. He definitely was. I still wish he had... I know he, he did technically have a main role, but I feel like his presence wasn't as big as I'd like it to. I don't know. I know it's kind of it sounds stupid it because yeah, more it's than the movie for Broly. But at the same I, time it's like Freeze is there just like sitting All right, Freeze, your turn. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Best moment. You literally just said like it's your turn. See you later. Tag it. I will I do love how both Frieza and Bulma had almost the exact same reasons for wanting to gather the Dragon Balls. That was funny as hell, dude. Oh also, and the way that Frieza announced it, he held his hand out with the, you know, five the same way he did with the, like, oh, there's five minutes left until Namek's destroyed. Like, <laughs> oh, I remember that. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. want to be uh, five. Warning for anybody listening, spoilers, FYI. We probably should have covered that earlier, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that I would even be able to follow this, even if you are talking spoilers. <laughs> like, I would probably go in. Based on what you've been talking about right now, I feel like I'd be able to follow it the same exact way. I could give you, like, a very short version of the plot, if you'd like. No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> 
just just go 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 to theaters go to wherever you stream movies legally and watch this movie it is, or go to a movie theater where i hope it's still playing it, i i think it actually is still playing oh, oh yeah no, it's it only playing for a week oh wait yeah. I, oh no no it's still playing, playing i get a plot it's a uh, tarzan 2 trying to bring tarzan back to the city doesn't yeah. work so you mean, uh, wait, wait, so you mean the George of the Jungle live action? Actually, film? yes! Oh my god, George of the Jungle. This is literally George of the Jungle. Where are you, Brendan Fraser? We need you now. He's doing some, like, DC TV show now. Good for him. I'm glad he has a job. <laughs> How did we get You know who doesn't have a job? Brent Reynolds! <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> anyway, Bro- Broly, it's, I still think it's a good movie. Uh, I just have a very unpopular opinion, but still go check it out. Don't just listen to me or just see for yourself. I hate this movie. Go see it. All my opinions are shit. Just, just go see it. I hate this movie. <laughs> it's kind of like how, how, how you pitched it was how John just pitched domestic girlfriend. This was so uncomfortable. Go and watch it. <laughs> Oh, I mean. Sorry, I didn't. By the way, I didn't mean that, Greg. I was just trying to pick like the most opposite possible comments. There. Hey, that makes for great debate and great content. Good job, Elite Four, Derek. <laughs> anyway, that's my spin. Yeah. So, um, anything else on DBZ? I don't think so. DBS. Oh, well, they are supposed to be announcing something new for Fighter Z. I don't know if it's a couple new characters or what. But oh, yeah, it's probably going to be new Broly. It's new just Broly, a, new yeah, Vegeta. Just um, an expanding cast. And yeah. then Jump Force is coming out in a couple... It actually should be like a week uh, after the release of this episode. Yeah. Mm. I, well, we'll see. I, you know, I've been excited, but I'm just wondering if it's all hype. I'm so, very I'm very cautious about it, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Greg, did you watch something else too? So, for what I are we in the what I watched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I didn't watch any newer anime because I finally was able to like sit down and watch a couple of shows. Uh, there are older shows that I think you guys probably talked about a while back, um, but I somebody showed me Baki. Mm. Uh, that was a very interesting anime. So to watch. yeah, just and just for reference, yes. Greg is talking about the series Baki on Netflix, which is a remake of Baki the Grappler, which is one of the most staple animes alongside JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Fist of the North Star, Shoot Fighter Tekken, like all kinds of stuff. So are you assuming a series gender right now? Oof. <laughs> what? <laughs> Manime, what? It is a manime. <laughs> Undeniably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm watching this, and I'm just like, this is so cool, but it's like the stupidest thing I've seen at the same time. It's just a, the most ripped dudes you've ever seen who... It's like they try to, to me, they try to compare them to humans, but they, they don't. Like, they, they just have these, like, superpowers. Like, one guy can just make poison out of oxygen, for God's sakes. I, and I forget the, and I apologize, I forget these characters' names. That's, I'm really that's bad with Japanese names. That's literally what humans do. Carbon dioxide is a poison. <laughs> oh, no. He makes poison out of the stuff we breathe. Oxygen. Uh, he makes it, like, he, he goes in to explain that humans need 
uh, oxygen in order to breathe properly. But if it goes below like 6%, it just like knocks you unconscious and it can be very fatal. Uh, there's like brain damage after like 15%. Yeah, I paid close attention to that part. <laughs> Science. Science. does that too. All humans do that. <laughs> But I was so I just thought like that as I said I'm, I'm a sucker for action uh, scenes and fighting scenes I love that type of anime so I, I liked it for that fact but again the, the to me the plot is kind of like all over the place and they're trying to jam too min- too much information I think uh, into it pretty like in a small amount of time mm. but yeah it's just otherwise if you just want some really cool fight scenes go watch it nice very Fun. cool. I didn't even know it was there. So, And the other one I've been watching, and this is definitely an older one, I believe, is Junie Tyson, The Zodiac War. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, that, that was that like... show, like, oh, that went downhill so fast. I think, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that actually made one of, uh, one of our lists last year. It was either Worst Anime of 2018 or... Uh, oh, no, sorry, 2017 or uh, Most Disappointing. I think it might have been most no, disappointing I'm only because on it was like number three, three in four. my list of worst anime of 2017. No! No, I just got to episode, I think it was like three or four, where the ox just kills the chicken, and I'm like, yeah. man, this is awesome. So It gets worse. You, uh, unfortunately, you, this is when it's going to start going really, really downhill. Once you, I watched the first like five episodes, yeah. and once you get there, you start to understand the pattern of what's going to happen. I'm not going to tell you what the pattern is. I want you to figure it out for yourself. But if you do figure it out, let me know. I mean, it sounds like the pattern is that somebody runs into somebody and, like, it's just backstabbiness and then somebody dies. Well, sure, it is. But you can figure out from the very first uh, moment that the show starts who's going to die. In every single episode, you can guess who's going to die from watching, like, the first five minutes. Oh, yeah, it's like the main character of that episode will die. If you Okay, fine. So you figure it out. Yeah. If, if you see their backstory... Yeah. They're gonna die. Like that's basically yeah. what it is. Like, yeah, because I didn't like. I wasn't expecting. Uh, what was the dog to die? I thought he was like really cool. Yeah, uh, and then I was like, really, the 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 chicken killed him. Give yeah. me a break. I thought. I yeah. Uh, I know. And then uh, I like figured it out from there. I was like, oh, because now they're showing the chicken in this episode, and now it's well, like, oh, okay. Because yeah. see, the first episode was amazing. Like it was the way that they yeah. presented it with with um w- w- the boar. Like, yeah. and, and she was the main character of the first episode, and then the rabbit, like, yes. uh, kills her right at the very And I was like, what? Like, I thought that was going to be our main character. And then every episode follows that exact same formula. It's like, you're not surprising us anymore. Right. Yeah. Like, I will say this. The manga of Junie Tyson is a lot better because it cuts out all that exposition bull crap. Mm. Man, we hadn't talked about that. It makes it like an episode of Law and Order. You start watching it, and you're like, oh. <laughs> Celebrity cameo who just happens to be running a flower shop down the street. <laughs> so uh, the one question I do want to ask about the I show, and Burt I know it's kind of dumb to ask. This episode. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I wonder why Burt Reynolds is in this episode of Law and Order. <laughs> Darn it! Why didn't I ask that first? <laughs> the the one question I did want to ask though is, what is the deal with the Airline rat and monkey? They are just like, especially the rat. He's just like way too lazy and i feel like he's gonna come at back up uh i'll give you the short answer i don't know i didn't finish watching the series it sucked yeah i watched the whole <laughs> thing and let's just say uh the rat goes pretty far i well i figured because he's the most lazy and probably hides in the sewer a lot i want to know what happens to the monkey but then again i don't know why i'm asking you because i don't want spoilers so yeah just just yeah, yeah all i'm gonna say is prepared to be like 
hugely disappointed in this series. Especially, it has one of the most bullshit endings I've ever seen in an anime, to be honest with you. Like, I was so excited to finish it because I know I watched it before. I stopped. And then I finally got back to it, like, you know, a couple days ago. And now I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> Great. But I don't want to, you know. Well, maybe I, you'll love it. Who knows? I want to finish what I started. <laughs> so now i got to finish it. There you go. Do it. All right. And report back to us. Mm-hmm. In two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? I think that's it on my yeah. end. Anything that's else? It. That's it for me. Yeah. No, okay. we're good. No, I'm good. Cool. Yeah. So, um... We didn't have any fan service. Uh, at least I don't think we did. So, listen, we've had a lot of uh, stuff going on since the wikis and the new year started. So, if we haven't said your fan service online, please resend it to us. We're not trying to be jerks and we're not ignoring you. We legitimately forget sometimes because we get a lot and there's a lot of stuff that we need to keep track of, too. Um, and also, Andrew kept track of all the fan service that we got, and he's not here. So if you have something, please resend it to us either on Facebook or an email and say, hey, read this as fan service. Um, so, and then we'll read it on the show. That'd be great. Um, but otherwise, let's do some shameless plugs. Uh, so if you want to join in on this conversation, if we haven't talked about your show that you've been watching, if you we haven't uh, said good things about your show, if you've seen uh, Domestic Girlfriend, you want to talk about it too, uh, email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also message us on facebook.com where all of our news, cool videos, all of our conversations, those happen there. Um, you can listen to our podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Uh, and, and that's including nerdyshow.com uh, slash wicked anime, where you can also find our videos. And talking about that, our videos are also on wicked anime reviews. Uh, that's youtube.com slash wicked anime reviews. Subscribe to us there. We might have some videos coming out. I mean, videos have slowed down a lot, but something that we still want to do someday, something that we're still looking forward to. So if you subscribe and you see a video, you're going to say, oh my gosh, this channel's not dead. Um, and kind of like what uh, happened when we did the wikis. Yeah, right. And then uh, social media, you can find us on Twitter. You can tweet at us at Yo Wicked Anime. Uh, we get a lot of cool stuff there. People share tweets with us, with us all the time. They're funny, and we retweet them. Um, and I, I think that's it. I think I covered everything. If not, just Google search us. You'll find the rest of it. Uh, <laughs> Evan, go ahead. So, for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bash Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders No Race podcast, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter at kingbaby.esh and on the J-pop video games and anime amino pages at kingbaby.esh. Like us on facebook.com slash bostonbastardbrigade and facebook.com slash landofesh. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Esh, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, and Smashbook. And two little updates. First and foremost, I am not sure when it's going to happen, but I will soon be having an interview with one of the best Celtic punk bands on the planet, Flog and Molly. So look look out for that interview. And um, I was talking with my with our friend Sarah, aka 42 Believer, and she and I have decided that we are going to Anime Expo in July. Word. Oh, nice. Jelly. Because here's the, here's the thing. When Anime Expo happens, it's going to be the 10th anniversary of Boston Bastard Brigade. And I wanted to do something special for that. So you wanted to touch shoulders with a lot of people. 
No different from when I was at E3 once upon a time ago. There you go. You can. Oh, hey, you, you know who else is also out there? Wicked Fan Gerardo. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We got some, somebody in our crew has to see him face to face at some point. So. Hey, well, uh, you can always follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Elite Board Derek. We'll see if I actually put up any content. Eh, it's a crapshoot. Um, otherwise, you can probably have more luck finding me on Xbox with the same exact uh, uh, name, Elite Board Derek. Um, otherwise, just in the downtime, going to be doing some uh, laid back hunting up in Vampa with this uh, really beefed up guy here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. Uh, Greg doesn't like him, but uh, well, hold on for no need, one no minute. Her feelings here. <laughs> He's a simple soul. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of came up with nothing for this. One. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> Not Derek's strongest finish. All right, that's Which, what he said. You know that. Almost, but I you can... know what? On a side note, that was a great Dragon Ball Super movie finish. Call me Kakarot. Yeah. <laughs> Can I also mention, I f- forgot, but there is a new best girl in the Dragon Ball universe, too. Uh-oh. Oh, God, Chi-Li? Yeah, she was awesome! Yeah, yeah, I feel like furries, too. She's no. <laughs> She wasn't a furry. No, I know, it's just... I feel like something non... Okay, <laughs> this is rambling. <laughs> It is time for us uh, to get out of here, so uh, please come back in a couple weeks uh, with the next episode of Wicked Anime. We'll be happy for you to listen to us. Broly would rip Chi-Li in half, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> There's so, already fan art of that. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, it is time for us to sign off the only way we know how. k song ever <laughs> like the chorus is uh, flex muscles tight buns of steel nasty <laughs> light oh it's so good <laughs> I, I have a random question for you guys this is going to come way out of left field but uh, when you think of the phrase I want to eat your pancreas what what do you think that means for like an anime or a movie well, it's a movie about cancer <laughs> uh, actually well, it doesn't say cancer, but it's this pancreatic illness. Yeah. Uh, that's a very good shot in the dark, Evan. You no, know, it it is about cancer. We know very much about this movie. Oh, yeah, okay. It's gotten I, a I, lot of like critical acclaim. Oh, all right, darn. Yeah. I was hoping to get. Damn. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you guys won't know what this is. I gotta be honest. I knew you were sitting on this for the entire episode. I wanted it to be like after, but you guys like shot it. And I knew, I knew that we were going to shatter your dreams right at the end because you were like, it's going to be funny. It's called I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. It's weird. And we were just like, yeah, it's going to be the best movie ever, Greg. Don't talk crap about it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. My dreams are shattered. (laughs) I'm closing up that. You know who else's dreams are shattered? 
Bart Reynolds. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.